OTB Rugby. It was a case of, it's going to be really difficult to beat this Gloucester team at home here, uh, but we owe it to the fans and ourselves to get a performance. It was a very emotional kind of Friday night meeting. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Friday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with today's events at the World Cup. England need a point from their final group game to guarantee a place in the last 16 of the Women's World Cup. The European champions beat Denmark 1-0 in Sydney to make it two wins from two in Group D, both 1-0 wins. Lauren James scored for England after six minutes. She started in place of Lauren Hemp and Rachel Daly was brought into the team as well instead of Jess Carter. Last season's top scorer in the WSL was playing as a left wing-back though. The win came at a cost for Serena Wiegmann. Barcelona midfielder Kira Walsh was carried off on a stretcher in the first half with a knee injury. It might be the last time we see her at the tournament. England are already without Arsenal pair Leah Williamson and Beth Mead due to cruciate injuries. Chelsea's Fran Kirby is another player missing the tournament due to a knee injury. Wiegmann admits she doesn't know if that's the end of the tournament for Walsh. We don't know yet. Um, so we can't take any assumptions. Let's just wait till we really have a diagnosis and then we can tell you. China beat Haiti 1-0 to join Denmark on three points in the group. China played an hour of the game with 10 players but won the match with a second-half penalty. England played China in their final group game. Denmark play Haiti. If Denmark were to win, they'd move on to six points alongside England. But if China were to win... They could also be on six points. You could have three teams on six points. In the first game of the day, Argentina came from 2-0 down to draw 2 all with South Africa in Dunedin. It's the first point for both in Group G. South Africa were on course to pick up a first-ever win at a World Cup, but Argentina scored twice in the last 15 minutes. Ireland finished off their Group B campaign on Monday against Nigeria, who were in prime position to qualify for the last 16 after yesterday's 3-2 win over Australia. It would be a major surprise if Vera Pair wasn't asked about her future in her post-match interviews. The Ireland boss has said previously she wants to stay on, so we have to take it that that is still the case. But who knows? And regardless of what happens, happens. Former Ireland manager Sue Ronan, who was on OTBAM earlier on, said she'd like to see a change in how Ireland play. You could look at it two ways. You know, on one hand, you could say she got us to a World Cup. Does she deserve a new contract? We've seen it happen with other managers, Trapattoni, um, Mick McCarthy, maybe when we qualified for Euros in rugby, it happens all the time, Joe Schmidt, etc. on the other hand, why have the FAI not offered her a contract now? Maybe you could say, are they were they focusing on the World Cup or did they want to see how results went? Or is there something else that we don't know about? Um, like Vera has quite clearly said she wants to stay on, but there hasn't really been any word from the FAI yet. So mm. maybe they're just, it's a waiting game. Maybe they're going to wait until she comes back. Um, but I do think the team is ready to evolve. I do think we're ready to play a, a different style. As I said, I'm not saying attack for 90 minutes. You know, you can't do that with, with these top teams, but we can certainly go toe-to-toe with them for periods of games and for diff- for phases of games. We've proven that we can do it. I mentioned Australia and Nigeria. Obviously, Australia play Canada in their final group game and they'll wait on until the last minute to make a decision on the fitness of captain Sam Kerr. The Chelsea strikers missed the games against Ireland and Nigeria due to a calf injury. A player that's been capped by Vera Powell, Jessie Stapleton, has completed her move to West Ham. Shelburne announced earlier this month the 18-year-old was leaving the club. Izzy Atkinson and Jessie were already on the books at the Women's Super League Club. Ireland's chances of hosting some games at Euro 2028 appear to have improved significantly. UEFA's confirmed Turkey and Italy have requested to merge their bids for Euro 2032. 
Turkey haven't withdrawn their bid to host Euro 2028, so they remain a rival to the five-nation bid, which involves Ireland, Northern Ireland, England, Scotland and Wales. Turkey and Italy had been going head-to-head to host Euro 2032, but obviously are now seeking to bid together. In April, the Aviva Stadium and the still-unbuilt Caseman Park in Belfast were listed among 10 confirmed venues for the combined Irish and UK bid. The decision will be announced on the 10th of October. Derry City were the only League of Ireland club to win last night in the second qualifying round of the Conference League. The Candy Stripes came from a goal down to beat Cups of Finland 2-1 in the first leg at the Ryan McBride Brandywell. Will Patchin and Keane Kavanagh scored the goals for Derry, who conceded a penalty late in the first half. Another disappointing night for Shamrock Rovers in Europe. Stephen Bradley's side lost 4-0 to Ferenc Varos in Budapest for the second year in a row. It was in the Europa League last season. Rovers went on to win the second leg 1-0 at Tallis Stadium, but they are all but out at this stage. Dundalk Ross 3-1 away to KA of Iceland. Robbie Keane's first European tie in charge of Maccabi Tel Aviv ended in a 3-0 win over Petrokov Hintesti from Moldova. Keane's first competitive game in charge of the Israeli side was last week when they won 6-1 against Hapwell Beersheba in one of the cup competitions. Last night was Keane's first home game in charge. The second legs of all those ties I've mentioned next Thursday. Three games tonight in the League of Ireland Premier Division. Bohemians can move within a point of the European places if they win at home to UCD. Stephen Doyle spoke to Bohemians manager Declan Devine for this week's LOI Matchday podcast. And Devine talked about the goal of European football. But he says for now, the focus has to be on the UCD game. Play UCD in one of our games in hand off of the four teams that are competing, have competed in Europe. So it's important that that game takes precedence. We, we won't look past that. We'll see, we'll see how we go in that game. But um, as I say, UCD is the key one. If we can win that game at home on Friday night, we put ourselves back on the pack again in terms of the points and, and how close we would be to the, the guys at first, second and third. So that is the goal, is to try and win our, our next game and, and see where it takes us. As I say, Stephen, it's been a it's been an eventful turnover of players from, from when I came on really at the end of October. Um, we turned over a lot of players, a lot went out, a lot came on. But the harmony and the togetherness within the club and within the, the the staff and players is is something at the moment that if we continue to go in that way, that then the sky's the limit for this group. Um, not saying it's going to be today or tomorrow, but I think there's a lot of growing. I think we've a lot of potential. I think we've a lot of good players. Um, as I say, we just want to go week to week and see where it takes us. But certainly, Europe is a goal that we all want. That's where tonight, Drogheda host Sligo Rovers and Cork City welcome Shelburne to Turner's Crosswell in the first division. Leaders Galway United, who have a 16 point lead at the top, are at to Bray Wanderers. Second place, Waterford make the trip to Athlone. And the bottom two meet in Tralee with Kerry at Humpton Finn Harps and Wexford have a home game against Treaty United. Wexford boss James Keddy was also on the podcast with Stephen and he talked about his first management gig. Keddy won the first division as a player with UCD. He was a Premier Division winner with Derry, Shelburne and Drogheda. Wexford are a point above tonight's opponent's Treaty, just two points off the playoff places as well. And Keddy feels his young side can get better. Well, you know, there's still a bit more improvement in us because... You know, the last word, we're still missing a little, little bit, a little bit more quality. But that's, you know, goes back to having young players as well. You know, it's a, it's a great club now at the moment for any young players because um, we're providing an opportunity for them to develop where if they're at bigger clubs, they're not getting the chances, you know. So that's where the force is really, really good. Um, the likes of you, um, Luke Brown, Keane O'Malley, they've got a chance and they've, they've taken it. So, um you know, it's a good opportunity for players at the moment. All of tonight's games kick off at 7.45.
And Riyad Mahrez has completed his move from Manchester City to Saudi Pro League side Al Ali in a deal worth up to £30 million. City paid £60 million for the Algeria International in 2018 when he joined from Leicester. He had two years left on a City contract, but he was an unused sub for both the FA Cup and Champions League finals. He was still obviously very much part of their treble winning season. He won 11 trophies with City in total. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.